0: gentlemen, we are back from vacation.
1: I want to go back. Wasn't long enough. No. Never I'm, is. Like, maybe another week of not giving a shit might help a little bit. But, as you guys noticed, we changed gears a little bit um, on the last podcast. I think so we're going to hold that position. Steven did homework, and he made this an informative podcast as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I had a few people contact me about I don't understand some of the terminology you all are using and I know there's a lot of derby guys out there that are gonna laugh whenever you know because I had I have one person message me and they were like you use the word imp and suey a lot what is that
1: I think we just take everything for granted because we think the only people that are listening to the podcast are either derby guys derby wives uh techs promoters And just derby lovers in general, and... It's not. It's not. We're getting
0: podcast enthusiasts. This thing's really starting to take off. Like, to the point
1: where we're going to have to figure out what we're doing. (laughs) 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 Uh, We've never been able to really figure anything out. We just kind of... Wing it. Wing it, and and usually it works. Sometimes we lose money. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But... (laughs) Now, that's beside the point, but yeah, let, let's dive into this thing a little bit. Let's, um, you know, because we, we've said, oh, that well, they they don't they don't allow imps and sues to run. Correct. And I think all that started kind of pre 3 era, you know, like before that that was a, a thing. You know, there you were had your metric GMs that were readily available, your mm-hmm. your box forwards, stuff like that. The factory strength of the imp and the suicide versus a metric GM.
1: Bad idea.
0: Well, I mean, you can't put those two in the same category. No. And I think that's what we need to get out there as far as, you know, what these people that don't know. So, I mean, it, you take pound for pound a full frame amp versus, and I know that Tyler Reed's probably going to, jump my ass <laughs> over this because I'm using metric GMs as, yep. as my go-to here, but I mean, around here, with our rules, they're, they're not real desirable
1: cars. No. I, I mean, we've seen, you know, a metric Caddy win the 80s and newer at Blizzard, Blizzard. Bash.
0: Completely different set of rules than what we're running at yeah.
1: You know, so it's not that they're complete junk, but to my knowledge, there's only three cars that have ever been X'd out, vetoed, yeah. not happening. Right. One Chrysler Imperial, two Suicide Lincoln, three O threes, and uh, they all kind of did it in a in a different era. Um, I believe the the full frame Imperial was first one. I believe so X'd I, out. I think that the the
0: imp was the first, and everything that I read, and you know there may be somebody out there that. Is a complete Derby connoisseur, and they're going to write in and be like, "Hey, Stephen, dipshit." <laughs> that's not how this went down. But yeah. to my knowledge, the the Imperials were the first ones to go. Yep. And that's when everybody kind of stepped into the Suicide era. And whenever we say Suicide, we're talking about the, the Suicide
1: Door Lincoln. It
0: would be any, you know, the, the That's why a lot of these rules you see pre seventies Lincolns, mm-hmm. no go.
1: Yeah, sixty nine. Uh, you know, I think it was, was
0: sixty one to sixty nine. I believe. Like that. Yeah. And it was the the Lincoln Continentals suicide door. That was the
1: only option you could get in those years. Have you ever got to mess around with them? And really look at them. I know that they look really cool, blacked out and slammed. I would love to have one. I would love to have like a sixty six Continental chop top. Yep. But laid down on some 22s. (laughs) I don't know if I'd like the 22s, but I would let for what I was going to do in a Lincoln Continental with suicide doors. 22s (laughs) would be just fine. Well, if you ever see one of those with a body off of it, the frames are stupid. Well, honestly, I know this always
0: comes back to this. Shit was built better back then. It was not safer. Not saying that. Nope. Better. Yeah, for that purpose, hundred percent. I mean, you take the imperial. There was a lot more steel in those cars. Oh man, you know, I can throw, I can throw a bolt. Like if I get pissed off and have a half inch bolt in my hand, I can almost throw it through the fender of one of these new style ground bags.
1: You ain't doing it on those. We want it to scratch the paint. No, not even like a door dink in it. No, um, the frames like on a on a suicide everybody who um in the derby world is very familiar with um 98 to 02 to 03 the 802 has a lot more curvature you know from the boxes on up to the nose where a lincoln there's like almost no curvature there's like one curve just a little bit up and then everything is straight but look at them wide body bitch (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. They,
0: they didn't have to worry about trying to tuck something underneath the front fenders or something. They, no. You, you take a body on one of them, suicides,
1: imperials, whatever, they are yellow line to white white line. They uh, yeah. they're taking up all eight foot of real estate. Yes. They pay taxes on both sides, but they're going to use Those the shit out Those are cars that have bench seats in them that you could fit three people in. Comfort. Oh, yeah. Didn't have to be a little rug rat either. No. Three full tilt adult. Well, those were Ladies. eight passenger vehicles. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because back in the day, you would you would have somebody up on the on the rear speaker deck as sure. a kid. I mean, I rode up there many a days <laughs> till somebody hits the brakes, and the next thing you know, you're picking your ass up off the back floor, wadded up, and yeah. with your cousins, siblings, whatever. Look you know. like look like Austin at Shelbina. <laughs> gone. Yeah. He's but, there. Now he's
0: gone. Start calling him Magic Man. <laughs> El Diablo. <laughs> But we'll start there. Let's go with that. That stuff's coming back a little bit.
1: Yes. The Imperials. we um, got to see them run at Blizzard Bash again. Yep. You're seeing them at Blizzard Bash. You're seeing them at Some Spring Edge. Some of fair shows. Um, I know Adam took Adam Limanager took one to a fair show somewhere in Illinois. Yep.
0: Um, But we're still seeing the same common issue
1: suspension no yeah front suspension
0: but honestly that kind of seems to be an ongoing trend with shit that's really hard it's got to give
1: somewhere bolts are way easier to break everybody's than frame like breaks.
0: oh man them, them new style fords the, the steering it's just junk i'm like well kind of i mean you, you may be onto a little bit of something there but not really yeah like, even whenever what, you see you know like pj out there at blizzard bash take that crazy ass hit where he went from one end of Topeka to the other
1: which is a long bitch
0: yeah and run right up the ass of a wedged car yep well what do you expect the steering to do I don't give a shit what you're in whether it be a rear steer Mopar
1: whatever it doesn't matter at that point. and which we have talked about so many times is PJ has got those steering for the o3s figured out and to my knowledge other than like Ryan songgallowski right gauge you know Sumner a small handful of people have figured out how to not lose steering and Jeff with, Rob's been yes, doing a pretty good with the factory rack right we, it's it's a whole different ball game when you're talking about a mod car where you can swap out cradles and, you know, steering boxes where you can put the 9802 box. Well,
0: still, I don't give a shit what, what you're running. You take a goofy-ass shot in a wheel, something's going to
1: give. She gone. Yeah. Every time. Um, and that's... And then the 03, you know, is the only other... It's the third car that I know of right? that has ever been outlawed. Which you've got your Hearst
0: Yeah, limos.
1: Car, and- yeah. Which I
0: don't know if Mike Brown, he must not got that memo. <laughs> well. <laughs> you remember that whole Cadillac debacle? I do. Yeah, I the do. The shit was crazy. The badass-looking car. It was a cool-ass-looking car. He just cut a lot of real estate out of the center.
1: Yep. That just was the sucky part because that's the one that was going to blizzard Bash. Right. And it didn't make it, you know, so. Um, So we will get into a little bit more of of the terminology. Right. Um, We're just. You know, and 90% of
0: the time when we're talking about Caddy, we're talking about a 73 to 76. Hold
1: up. Oh, hello. Safety guy shows up with another. Ooh. Cayman Jack, Moscow Mule. I'll go ahead and open mine. Is here. this some bitch another 12%? No, it is not. I bet you this one's drinkable. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. No MD 2020 this day. Nope. The only thing that make that better
0: is if it was in one of those copper cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um... So we are really we're going to try really hard to,
0: which I guess if you ask Teddy Papadopoulos every once in a while, round headlights do matter.
1: <laughs> they do. Um, that is the guys. A lot of the guys that um, run the old iron, especially, or have been in the game for a long time, they can tell what year they're looking at just by the headlights. I know that same. That's the same way with like street rod guys. Well, it's anybody. Like if you like a. You know,
0: a 71 Chevrolet pickup. You yep. don't know what
1: headlights are. In. Yep. Yep, even the street rod guys, they're looking at taillights, they're looking yeah. at fins, they're looking at, you know, headlights themselves. Well, you always know, see the emblems
0: or emblem
1: strip stuff. I mean, it
0: just it's like anything that you're interested in, you're going to figure out what the telltale signs on them are. You know, there's some of these guys that can tell what type of car they are by the bumper and what vents are in them.
1: Yep. Yeah. I haven't been around Old Iron enough to really know much about the old, you know, seventy four, five, six 5, 6 That's a little bit different, right. you know, because um, that's kind of how. Because there for a while, I mean, and and you still see it every once in a while, the 68
0: or 9 Cadillacs to like 76. So that's what everybody was mm-hmm. looking for. They've kind of backed that off where it's pretty much 73 to 76. Like, that's what yeah. everyone's
1: but in that same token, you know, everybody in the day was wanting seventy-four, five, six, 5, and Palace. Cody Hendren has been having good luck with the 71s, 2s, and 3s. Right. He was finding those more readily available for purchase, and they weren't the $1,600 to $2,400 cars. You know, Cody was given, I'm not going to say what he was given for them, um, but he was given way less than that. Significantly less yeah. than $1,600 yep. for a car. I just saw a driver 74 4 Ford I think Friday for seventy five hundred bucks but it's driver right you know from Texas so it didn't have the it didn't have any rust well I we've talked about it
0: look what these new style Fords are' doing yep <clears throat> I remember whenever they were giving those away.
1: $250 cars all day. 98 to 02s. And if somebody would say, I'll give you 250 bucks for them, he's like, How many of them you want? Right. I've got a dozen. You want them all?
0: Now you can't buy one that needs fixed yeah. for less than 400 bucks. Yep. Any... And they don't have
1: cats or lemon wheels on them. No. No, nothing <laughs> stripped. I mean, usually got a motor in them. Transmission. Nobody wants that. Like, yep, nobody wants that. Junk ass dash. Yep. Shit that involves work, yeah, of stripping, yeah, yeah, and even in the game of um, gut and goes or compacts, you know, we have talked that the W bodies used to be able to find cheap 250 300 bucks, which it seems kind of like the Camrys are starting to see, yep, maybe that will even lessen the playing field of the purchasing. On the we w know bodies. too many hard headed.
0: <laughs> right. a compact hard guy
1: that's hard-headed no <laughs> and even in the the gut and go game you know with the minivans and everything I'm not gonna dog a guy you know I saw one on Facebook. Well, what would you take? He said, well, I'll take the cage out of it, and I'll take the battery out of it, and I'll take the cables out of it, and I'll save you for this. I was like, well, dude, I can buy a running van less than that. Yeah, I'd still have to strip it, and that would suck, or my boy would have to strip it.
0: Right. Well, and we need to dive (laughs) off into that
1: gut-and-go build a little bit.
0: Yeah. Because we've got a 3,000-win show coming up here. We're paying down seven spots. Two weeks. August 20th paris missouri this gut and go stuff three-day builds honestly
1: the winner of the show last year built the car in eight day eight hours yeah it was stripped it was running but eight hours from the time they pulled it into the shop to the time they loaded it on the trailer and then he came and won it right in a sedan yes pretty sure that was a boner yeah something like that it was kind of a long wheelbase, you know, what we're kind of used to right. to seeing, but... Hey, as long as it's in the parameters, we don't give a shit. Correct. And our parameters, which most of the gut-and-go parameters are... 80s and newer. Any front-wheel drive. No full frames. No full frames. v six or smaller. Yep. That's a pretty big-ass parameter. And
0: we, we even let the crossovers in, as long as they're front-wheel drive and considered... A crossover,
1: no SUVs, like a uh, Chevy Equinox, Chrysler Pacifica. Yep. Um, I know there's some other ones out there, maybe a Ford Edge. Yeah, some stuff like that. It, and if you're wondering, is this a
0: crossover? Google it. It'll tell you right there at the top. Promise you, Google SUV. will tell you.
1: Or if a, it says SUV, don't don't call me. Uh, I think like a Rav Four or um, a CRV. I think they're called a UTV. Right. Uh, Instead yeah. of an SUV,
0: but as long know. as it's
1: front wheel drive, right? They all have. It less has to than be a V6. crossover. We're
0: not. We're not running any. We're not running any SUVs.
1: Yeah, not like like a Tahoe. Right.
0: Trailblazer, which they didn't make any of that. Well, they might have made a front wheel drive Trailblazer. I don't know.
1: Because I've run into
0: several times. Well, this was all wheel drive. Can I pull the rear gut? No, they're made different, and I tried to explain this. Well, if I pull everything out of it, what's it matter? Well, they're not going to be pulling anymore. They're built different structurally mm-hmm. than the front-wheel-drive
1: models were. Yeah. This Cayman Jack's pretty good, dude. It really is.
0: It really is. I wish he would have brought more than one. Don't need it.
2: Nope. Well, I didn't know how many you all really wanted after your nice vacation all weekend.
1: <laughs> well, you got to work all weekend. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I had one drink
2: all weekend. What's wrong with you? Are you, are you feeling okay? <laughs> I'm feeling we're okay. Moving around a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> Sweating it out. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot. Um well, makes you feel better. My AC office felt amazing.
1: <sighs> he just gonna go there, ain't
2: he? That's okay. We were we were on the
0: water most of the time, so in the water.
1: So the um the gut and go. It's kind of become a craze.
0: It has. And we've, we've kind of touched on this a little bit last week. Everything in this sport, just like mudding, tractor pulling, whatever, everything comes in phases. Yep. You know, here the last few years has been street stocks. Everybody loves the street stock. Before that, it was stock cars. Well, yep. now we're kind of sliding into that everybody's wanting to run a gun game.
3: Hmm.
0: I mean, whenever they're almost doubling your numbers on participation and car counts, like you got to do something for the guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we hit it on beginning of um, of the start of this podcast. You know, we talked when you said a three thousand one gut and go. I thought you were a lunatic. Everybody did. And everybody told me I was I was completely
0: insane. <laughs> Why would you do that?
2: Well, you are.
1: Our techs are still saying it. Yeah. You know,
0: like, And that's why I took 100% ownership. Yeah. Of the gut and go Tech. Because I'll deal with the mess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, those guys, a lot of them, are just out there to have fun. They either, A, they want to try it. Just like the lady in Columbia. She wanted to try it. She loved it. And then there's guys who run every weekend.
0: Full-blown, I mean, full-blown, catch every show possible, mm-hmm. dedicated, summer. That's what, that's what their summer's on.
1: Yep. You have Dylan Patrick on Snapchat, too, and you've got him on Facebook. The dude's somewhere all the time. I think he ran two or three derbies this week. Yeah. That's. But cash and checks. He was pulling motors out. Doing a motor swap, it was either Thursday night or Friday I bet night. his neighbor loved that. Oh, Gene is the shit right now, dude. <laughs> I guarantee it. He's gonna finally be a hashtag. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I think you know that's cool enough that he's got a neighbor that he actually can make swag off of. Oh yeah, you know. But there are so many of those guys that are full tilt in the derbian. That's what they want to do. They want to do the gut and goes. They want to do the short builds. They don't want to have a ton of money in it.
0: Whenever you're getting so close to big show season, you know, end of the year, everybody's ready for Blizzard Bash, you know, and now Sam's throwing throwing shows out here. You got Peoria coming up, you know, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Like Everybody's ready. Okay, I've got to have my good, solid setup mm-hmm. ready in these hard-ass cars that I'm going to have to build on all winter. Yep. Or, you know, leading up to November. But I still want a derby. Like, I'm not done. I know there's a lot out there. Well, you know what? I got this old piece of shit minivan sitting out back. Let's kick the windows out of that bitch this week. Throw a badass little three-point cage in it. Move the battery. well a decent bumper on the front of it. Throw my wheels that I've already got laying around. Mm-hmm. Right on the front of this bitch. And I'm done. And I, all right, we'll load it
1: on trailer. Yes, that it just makes it gives the guy that who's going to spend all summer building their winter stuff, such as you know we've talked to him, we talked to him on the show, we personally talked to him, like Tyler Pickens. Yeah, he ran last night at California, and that bitch is toast now.
0: Well, the Woods boys.
1: The Woods, you know. So they're gonna if if they need that fix, they need that hit they're gonna do it in a gut and go while they're building you know for the blizzard bash type of stuff this fall usually once they're in they're always in to a certain extent and that's just their that's just that's their drug you know um a lot of these guys they anymore they're running so deep with buddies you know, two, three, four, five, six guys that they run with all the time.
0: Well, and I haven't really told anybody because I've had a bunch of people contact me on, hey, how many people signed up for this? How many people signed up for this? And I try to kind of keep it a half-assed secret. Well, I'm getting them. They're not signing up one at a time. They're signing up in grooves. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. But that doesn't guarantee them to run with.
1: No. No, it doesn't.
0: You know, because I might get crazy and go alphabetical order by last name. (laughs) And just one, two, one, two, one, two, all
1: the way down through there. Yep.
0: Or I might go wherever you signed up at. Boop, boop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, alternate
1: them. Yep, we've done that before. We've drawn numbers before. We've drawn chips. Um, Let a blind squirrel pick them. Yep. You know, a lot of these guys, they're going to be – you don't get to see the team driving and go, no. and go. You're going to have a couple buddies together, yep. but you're not going to have a group. Oh, hell yeah.
0: And they will try. Oh, yeah. But there's always the that 16-year-old kid that his grandma gave him, the old Grand Am, and it's got the factory bumper on it, and mm-hmm. he's just trying to make three good hits out there but so it's that he wide can go open. back with his buddies, his three buddies that come with him, I'm <laughs> like, did you all see that trip? <laughs> Did y'all see how hard I hit that guy? Yep. And that guy was the dude that runs mod compacts out of Blizzard Bash. Mm-hmm. And this little 16 year old punk just knocked the front wheels ball. On this <laughs> yeah. Car. yeah. Yeah. So it's really a roll of the dice on it. But if we're paying down seven spots.
1: You're going to work for it.
0: 100%. But your odds are better. Oh, yeah. Because I like th- what we have show up last year
1: 58 S- cars, 60 cars, 64 cars.
0: 64 yeah. cars. Because what we had show up. Well,
1: I mean. That's a lot of gutting. That's a lot of and goes in one spot. It is. But we were able to run two heats. And people are asking me, why did you guys move it to August? So let's explain this. Last August, we had a really good show. I think 75 cars, roughly in August. Yeah. For all our classes. Uh, No. Uh, We had 90. 90?
0: Yeah. 90 cars. So
1: we had 90 last August, and then we had 170 at Halloween Havoc.
0: Which, the 90 last year, we won't have that this year. No, with, no we know, know that.
1: But here's the deal. 170 cars in the middle of October. You're starting tech early anyways. You're trying to get all these cars through here. 170 cars. People don't do that in two days. We put so much pressure on our techs all the way across the board. So what I didn't we leave were, the
0: fairgrounds here until 4 in the morning.
1: morning. Yep.
0: And... That was after a time change.
1: We fell back an hour. Yep. Yeah. So what our thought process is with this is we'd rather have two shows. Of that 100 car range? Yes. And not one of 170 taking that chance of it being 45 degrees that night. Moms and girlfriends and kids are freezing their ass off in the stands. Say we get
0: 50 of these get and goes to come the 20th.
1: We pull in our
0: normal 30, you know, 30, 35, 40, whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got a 90-car show. We can do that in four hours. I can make that happen.
1: Yeah. 170, I can't, can't do it. No, we we're still, they were still taking cars, and we were already running heats. I was pulling my buddies that I trusted
0: out of tech line that were just standing around there bullshitting. I'm like, Greg Neal, you, Dudley... Reno, grab a headset. Yep. What's going on? I was like, we're going to start these gut and goes. <laughs> these guys are going to finish teching cars.
1: Yeah.
0: And everybody's like, holy shit, we haven't had a driver's meeting. I was like, we're going to do a, two driver's meetings. Mm-hmm. So we pulled all the gut and go guys up, did driver's meeting, run order on them, kicked their asses back out, told them to get the cars up there, told the big car guys and the compact guys, we're going to get you teched in, we'll have another driver's meeting. Yeah. The craziest shit I've ever been involved in. And then that on-the-fly bullshit where I had to make decisions. Well, we've got 46 stock cars. Holy shit. Yeah. So you're saying, we need to run three heats. Yeah, that's what we need to do. I was like, no. Absolutely how about, not. How about two features? I was like, how about we run two features? And everybody was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, there's there's another three grand going.
1: Yeah, but, but that's where we were. Um, last episode, we were talking progression. These guys are not. Most of them don't like heats. A, they don't want to work on their shit in a fair like show. Heats. You don't like heats. I don't like heats. It costs a little bit more to run features, but the thing is, is it is a better show for the fans. They're turning that shit up from Bingo. the work. Bingo! They're not bagging their dicks off in a heat, just you trying see to where get Matt through. He must have somebody off. He did piss somebody off, evidently, because somebody called him smooth out on Facebook. <laughs>
0: Uh, Uh, Not just a little bit out. They call him a lot of
1: it out. But, so when people ask us, man, are we going to run heats? We try not to run heats. But now, a 3,000 win gut and go show, you're going to have to run heats. You know. um,
0: Usually two heats is what we're trying to get down to. It'll be two heats, a consie. In a feature. Yep. We usually try to run a 25, 30 car feature. Correct.
1: You know, so that's the thing. If you run in a van, as long as you save the nose, you're going to have a lot left once you get through the heat. Better watch them sedans
0: on them vans on them, on them this year. I'm just yep. telling you that it's been a big call out. I've heard it. They're, I think the sedans are wanting the vans. Because it's not like they can't be taken out. No. No. Because everybody's like, split them. I'm like, nope. Uh Uh-uh. Not doing it. Nope. You know why? Because it's such an even split. Like, we had one show where there were six sedans there and, like, nine vans. Still came down to one van and one sedan. Yep. Period. However you want to cut it. Bullshit happens. The only reason I don't think, or the only reason I think the sedan stopped or didn't win that is because he rolled a tire off the wheel. Two. Yeah. So anybody that wants to come at me with that bullshit
1: uh, Oh, you just can't beat them vans. see it happened a lot. Yeah, time. you can. <clears throat> but here's the here is the kind of the kicker. Pommeyer, Missouri was Friday night. Their gun go came down to their final two. Both vans. One dude who won it, Mr. Bank don't care. He's right. usually in a sedan. Well, then he was in a van. So, said that Bob Redd on that thing? I did not, but I did see the smoke shot he put on Walden on the wall. He had like horseshied that van, you know. So, it looked pretty good for the stands. Keep on, just keep on with it, because I think about that time we were at JJ Twigs
2: drinking beers. Hundred percent.
1: Yes. So, ha ha ha.
2: Yeah, but uh, you didn't get to see the stock show and the street stock show up close.
0: Everybody said, and I was, I was watching from a distance.
2: <laughs> you just didn't know it. I was lurking. Uh, the one thing, though, on the gut and goes. What's the one thing we always say when they all pull out on the track? Where's the airbag gonna be? Heat starts. Car goes to the north end smokes one of our little concrete blocks. Van smokes him, and pow! Airbag goes flying, and everybody was trying to figure out what this piece of plastic was. Okay,
1: we're going to go ahead and squash this right now. Guys, if you are building a gun, go to come to Paris. Any show. Any show. There is called an airbag control module. Okay? It's an ACM. It's usually... Google it. Under the center console below the radio, all you have to do is unplug that. If you unplug that, there's no electronic anything going to the airbag. Period. Everybody's like, well, you got to pull that airbag. No, you don't. All you have to do is show me that you've unplugged that control module, and they're not going to go off. So, if you don't have the time or you don't have the tools to pull in a dash bag or a knee bag... Or a steering wheel bag. Unplug it. That's all you got to do. Just unplug it. So, we'll get that out of the way. And we- this
0: segment of Hard Nose Derby Podcast was brought to you by Derek's Tool Talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why well, you got to talk about my tool? Uh, I'm not going there. I'm so, um, we've hit off on the three cars that were kind of. Two of them, Why? The O3s were actually, um, to my knowledge, they went with the Imperials first. All the guys figured out that you could run the Suicide Lincolns, and they were nasty. Suicide Lincolns got vetoed. Then everybody started running, you know, the regular Vicks, Mercs, Lincolns, whatever. Then somebody came across an O3. There were some nasty O3s. Nasty, nasty. Nobody knew anything about them. No. No. And those... You were had the s- guys
0: cutting the cradles out of the 80s boxcars and replacing where the the aluminum cradle is in the O3s, mm-hmm. which is where it all started. Yep. Like and the first s- O3, to my knowledge, that's how it was, so the front of it was set up.
1: Yeah, because they didn't know... You know, when these promoters Everybody were
0: doing knew this. I, I, the, the caveman derbier at that point with an 03 was aluminum bad, steel good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as yeah. they're walking around, kind of clubbing on the car, seeing where you know, mm-hmm.
1: and well, they they were, that, were cutting them. Yeah, you know, that wasn't in the rules. You know, what you could or couldn't cut, and where you could cut them, and where you can push them. And sh- they, they were tilting them twice. And making a battering ram out of the front of them. Yeah, there was a group of four guys that went to Blizzard Bash, and that was in 2013. After that, no more O3s allowed. Well, in about 2016, Sam started playing with the I Sam Williams started playing with the idea of bringing the O3s, letting them come back what you can and can't do that's when the the bolt in cradle if you didn't want to run the stock cradle that's in it Johnson bolt in cradles um, you just take your cradle out bolt it right in
0: and we've looked into these options as well for next year there's going to finally not be any aluminum cradles left we're going to have a bunch of bare bone frames laying around Mm -hmm. with no aluminum cradles yep so if we move forward in something like that, you know, it'll be, we'll pick like two cradles that we're familiar with. We know these are the two you run. This is that you got to put them in? Blah 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 blah. But that's how progression works. You know, and well, and honestly, like I said, we're gonna have to because you know how many O threes I've went to buy, and they're like, ah, there's no aluminum cradle. More.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the guys that were, you know, when the, they let the O3s come back, um, especially under, like, UD rules or Smasher rules where you can swap those cradles out, a lot of the rat rod guys, those would bolt right into, you know, whatever they were wanting to do with the cradle and the suspension. Yeah. And then well, they were ready twos, to roll. I think yeah. Become kind of the same yeah. ballpark. But these guys, I mean, there's, we all know there's rules made for, because of certain people. Right. You know, frame... How do you call this? Um, frame shaping was first because of a certain person under a certain rule set. Those are the people that you have talked about and I have talked about. Those are the people that think outside the box. I love seeing it. Uh, yes. What you can push... To make your. If a rule's made about something that I come up with, I'm gonna be flattered. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, I may think you're a dick for doing that, but I'm not gonna be mad about it. Yep. Yep. So, and those are the, in in my opinion, those are the game changers. Um, Those are the genius rednecks. You know how many times have we said it? You know, high tech rednecks. Uh, but you know that's the there's the three things that we know of that have uh, been outlawed outlawed discarded and now they're starting to come back I still haven't seen a suicide come back yet
0: uh,
1: California California let them in oh yeah
0: uh, or I'm, I'm guessing that's what Wardenhausen was at
1: because let me, let me, I know me, J- look at his. I do know J&B um, allowed the Su- that is correct. Jane B did a lot of the suicides in. Because that's where Mr. Alan Brown said on our podcast that he was going in October with one. So, so do we want to get off of the homework?
0: informational part of this? Yes. Yeah, I'm good with it. Okay.
1: Well, most everybody knows we were on vacation but we did talk last week that Palmyra, JC's had their fair, had their fair derby um one like, of our own yes Dakota yep first time in a car which i thought it was 12 but it was actually fall of 11 yeah uh stock class he run it down to second against
2: junior. junior cardwell junior cardwell
1: and got him a mad dog out of yes the he did car still looks decent yep he, he sent me a Snapchat
0: it. of the rear humps, and he was like, "Oof!" <laughs> and I said, "Well, a little bit of frame shaping, pull around on him a little bit, and you'll be good to go for the next one."
1: Yep. Where'd it bend? It Behind did, or right in it? now? It. Um, I'm
0: trying to think how to explain this. It it more or less rounded the humps. You know what I'm saying? It pushed the from the rear reels yep. to the hump, it's not going on the rail to the yet. straight. Okay. okay. It, it more like puffer fished them, is what I call it. Blow it bloated out, yeah. almost. Well, not no, blowout, not. because whenever you say blowout in the yeah. derby world, you're, you're getting a full-on... Yeah. they seam split, and it's yeah. just bad, bad. It more like, it, like I said, it, it, it puffer fished them, is what...
1: But...
2: New derby Car looked good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Car, car looked, looked good.
1: It did. Car looked good. Mm-hmm. I asked him, I said... um Got one more run in it. He said, Oh, yeah. I said, Well, you might as well just bring it to Paris this fall. He's like, Nope. He said, That's all I want. We I'm almost running. can't let him
0: do it. Anyway, we'd have to let it let it at least give a couple of years to let the dust settle.
1: Well, we're not going to go into the logistics, but um, so Junior Cardwell won the stock show, won the pro stock class, won the pro stock class, and he doubled down. Second was Dakota. Yep. Street stock. Second place was Jerry Lirely. Jerry Lyerly. another one of our own, with Colt Doyle for the Mad Dog. That's kind of why I want to get this that street promotion
0: stock. company versus promotion company thing going on. <laughs> that street stock class. Like was... whenever we get to see our techs out there.
1: Yeah. It just. Dubs. Yeah. I mean Tony Tony got one over in Illinois. Here last I was night.
0: talking shit to him the other day, saying his
1: car was junk. <laughs> and then I get a Snapchat. Hey. Got it. <laughs> and uh, over in Illinois I Tony won it and Jerry got second. And Austin third. And Austin third, which that was that a pretty third place deal was probably bittersweet. It was um, Terry's rough sign. Yes. On Terry's brother-in-law's car. And from the Snapchats
0: that I got, Austin wasn't letting no grass grow under that bitch.
1: No. No, he said he... he, The only thing Jerry told him was drive it like Terry would. Austin said, deal. So it was full go from the word jump. But Austin even did say that was the most... um, Memorable... Run that he's ever had. I mean, there had to be emotion involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Anybody
0: um, that says these Derby guys don't have a little bit of a soft spot
1: are completely full of shit. For all the years of doing this, announcing all over the state, Iowa, wherever, in my opinion, us dirty rednecks are, A, the most patriotic people there is. If you see somebody taking a knee at a derby track. They're getting smacked. smoked hard. And the group of the community in the derby world give like no other. They give like they're rich, but we all know who isn't rich and who is. But when it comes to one of their own, they will fight fire, sharks, they don't care to give.
0: And it, and it might not be somebody that's your best friend. you know, oh. Or, but it, it seems like every time they see somebody struggling or going
2: through a situation, dude, they're right there. Well, I'm not going to give specifics, but just, you know, last weekend with our, with the situation that we had go on in our county, you know, there's a Derby connection to that. Right. And, oh, really? you know, I wasn't at, the visitation or the funeral but I had a lot of people tell me that there was a lot of drivers that were present for 100% for him oh yeah you know, showing that family yeah. Oh, yeah had I not been working I would have been there yep
1: yeah you know that, that's just the derby community in a whole even the guy that you don't like you might not have a good word to say about him but I'll tell you what kind of like Derek and I's relationship yeah if Something happens, I'll help him. If it don't, he's gonna tell me
0: I'm a dumbass. Is how it is. What? what if
2: something happens to me?
1: <sighs> We're not gonna get into specifics. on it, <laughs> <laughs> Make uh. sure it's on a lower level. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't step all the way on the penis. <laughs> How's that? Okay. Deal. <laughs> okay. You know so. The the derby community is great. They'll help you. Um, Let's get back to Junior doubling down. Those that wagon has been around for a minute in the stock
2: class. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't much body from like the.
1: There hasn't been much body from <laughs> the uh, anywhere on that bitch <laughs> <of> <laughs> except the front fenders, the fenders, and half of the front doors. That's just about it. That's all he's had. The Orange wagon that he took to Border,
0: border wars, wars last year. Did you see that bitch when he got it back though? Whenever he come back, it was bad. Yeah. It was not good.
1: Yeah.
0: The- I wish I had that picture so that we could kinda of post it, you know, post a link to it. Maybe I can con him out of that one. Maybe he can black some shit out and send it my way, but Yeah. I mean, we're talking Arch Springs out back like it was it was rough pillars ripped off of it yeah it was rough but and we talked about him after Boone County
1: hmm would like to see how that would have played out if they wouldn't have got hung up the way they did right and the street stock which was going to throw at, that drive
0: shaft out of it yeah because it was going to be that would have changed the the whole outcome of that derby oh yes Yes, like now, I would have liked to, because he would have been putting the pressure on on Jeff Rob. Yep. You know,
1: Teddy's. You know, if, if Teddy wasn't watching out, next thing you know, you take the ass end of a of that wagon to the right
0: soft up. ass front end of
1: that, yeah. that new style of his. It would not have been. Good. Yeah. Next thing you know, Teddy's getting headers. Well, he would have been face. holding on
0: to the distributor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and header blow by going right to his yeah. chops and. Yeah, that's,
0: but you'll, like that. It's but that's that du- dumb shit that we're always talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Dumb shit can happen. Period. Yeah.
0: You could have, you could have numbers. I guarantee you that was the last thing in Junior's mind that he was going to have a drive shaft. That he down to on a shaft down. Yeah. Well, I was watching him, and he went over there, and I watched him ah, pull her back in gear, and I seen sparks, and he just reached out, and he knew
1: it. Yeah, he, I'm he sure he felt he it on his shit, ass. Like yep. he could see it.
0: Shit.
1: What well, most everybody, if you've ever been in a car and it throws a drive shaft, you know it. Period. Usually it hits you in the ass. It's you just can feel it on the floor. Yes. It just depends on where it, you know, if it came out the front or the back.
0: But. Um, let's move forward a little bit. We'll, we'll bounce back and forth here. Um, California.
1: Sound like the Brown Boys turned it on again. D Brown pulled out the wind. Mr. Dalen. Uh, Cody got second. Yep. Cody got second to Mad Dog. Danny Hobbs. Third. Got third. And then Gary Robertson. fourth. Which,
0: that dude has been
1: everywhere.
2: Yes. And he was at Bamaire. That right? he was,
1: yes. Because when we were looking at the pictures on, I didn't even think about it. Dude, he's got them cars figured out. My wife was sitting there showing me the pictures and telling me who was there. And I was, she was like, 21D. I was like, Denton, 50. It's Colt. And she kept on saying and I was like, Oh my, they got he, she said there's a maroon car, I can't tell. I'd even think. I saw that car at Higby yep. on a trailer. Uh-huh. Stripped. That's it. And then I put two and two together when I watched the Snapchats from last night. I was like, he was at the pine line. I heart meant tear. to
0: tell you that because after I got to seeing it, I saying that it was Gary. That dude has got those cars figured out. His shit runs good. He fucking turns it up.
1: Always five speeding it. Oh, yeah. You know.
2: That's three pedal life right there at its finest. Talking five speeds, after the street stock the Palmeyer was over going back out in the pits, people getting loaded, Colton Boyle. He was getting his truck to go pull it over into the impound so he could load his car. He's like, I blew another five speed. He's like, that's three. Oh, my. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. It's gone. But... Before that thing went, he was laying some shots. He he put, uh, I'd say, he put Justin up on the north northeast wall, right in front of, right in front of Randy's on, and Cody up around the back of Randy's. Little, well, he was on his side by side, and as he got him up there, of course, Justin done. He was in the spot where he was gonna able to come off there, but his front left tire folded underneath and hung him. So he grabbed two years, and Randy and Cody got a dirt shower.
1: <laughs> um, Justin's car,
0: that motor,
2: sings.
1: Told you, 388 cubic inches of methanol-breathing bitch. Jerry, I think, got the carburetor dialed in
0: on it, if I'm not... Mistaken. I think they had to switch out. Yep. But I heard it after he changed carburetors. Totally different. It didn't type. even sound like the same motor. Alcohol, it's
1: all carburetor. Period. It, it was saying Jerry's you think you, you think you could have a good carburetor, and it's just not right. But you
0: well, swap which, it out, and which, then bingo. Talking about Justin, did you see his brother's car?
2: Yes. That is a clean build. <laughs> Very clean. Ran it to the end. Fuel pump got him. Uh. Whatever. He sent me a Snapchat. Fuel pump holder. There's nothing there. <laughs> wires are sitting in there. Pulled off of it. Pump fell out.
0: Loud. That's that dumb shit.
1: <laughs> That's that dumb shit where you either cash a check or you don't. Period. But he, he. Uh, He's got some car left for Paris. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. We'll see that car this year. Yeah. I yeah. think Justin was even saying if he got through Palmyre he was he yep. was going to bring its pair. So. Well,
0: Justin better not bring shit. No, he's got to work. Yeah. He better bring his thinking, thinking
1: cap. I was thinking, he Justin was saying his brother oh, was going to yeah. bring one. Yeah, so. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> but, boys, we had another one. Stanton two-man team show was Dude. this weekend. Corey Luddington. C. Ludd with another fat check.
0: dub baby. Yes. Him Which he had that. some good help. Yes. Who was his partner? Jared. Jared Rolfe. Dude I, I is That dude is So stand up Yep I Like he's that. almost Too nice To be A derbier <laughs> Yeah Cause I first got to Kick it with those dudes Out at Blizzard Bash Whatever They all teamed up mm-hmm. Team SMS Holy shit Like Just stand up dudes Well they were first Mo Mafia Yeah That's what they were the first. Well They go SMS that first Mo Mafia year. first because it was Leroy, Junior, Jeff Rash, and Corey. Yep. The first year. Because I was supposed to run and I flaked on That was the Mo Mafia. And then the next year was when he picked up uh, Jared and... Uh,
1: Justin. Went, wasn't it Justin him? No. No, it wasn't Justin yet. It wasn't Vic yet. I lost it and that, that's going to make me mad. But, but
0: it, it was... was That's going to drive me crazy. We'll come back to that. I'm going to look that up because that's going to drive me nuts. But it was the dudes that run with him out there at Bash that did run with him. And they lit it up, man. I was watching it via Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Doesn't
1: look like Corey has much of a Cadillac left. He did when I was watching it. Was that Friday night? When I just got the – I got a Snapchat with a hammer emoji. Yeah. He was – Yeah. He, it looked like they had three or four teams out there at once, maybe. And it was just – oof. You let, me, let me find this picture. Let me see if I can come up with this. You know, so that's, that's awesome when um, you get some local guys – that go up and it we've it's had pe- we've yeah. had people ask, man well, Corey hadn't been to any of your all shows the last few shows. I was like, dudes He's busy He's busy. He had the honorable team show with Jarek Eddie and then he I knew he had the Stanton two man team show. Um <laughs> talk to me about that.
0: Oof, She's laying on the ground. But you know them Cadillacs.
1: Yeah, he can pull it down. Oh yeah, and he's got another show left in that. So oh, I'm sure. I think maybe when everybody sees the payouts this week for that August 20th show, that might give somebody a little bit more incentive to pull some.
0: I think that everybody is
1: going to go crazy over the October payouts because
0: I'm I'm not I don't plan on taking a dime off that show. And every drop of money that it generates, I'm going to try to put back in payouts.
1: So, if y'all are hearing this October show, everybody's better show up. That's going to be a cleanup show <laughs> with some stupid payouts. You're going to get some extra plates, and you're going to get some extra money. Extra plates and extra change. But, like I said, great to see guys from around here going that far out, bringing Cash home and checks. fat checks, fat trophies. Um, it is. It's just cool as shit to see, you know, guys that we consider buddies, yeah, you know, and homies going up and just putting in work. Well, like how many derbies has
2: Jerry ran here lately? Uh, I know he, that he ran two this week. to put him on three, you know, three and then he turned around.
1: And ran, well, he ran three derbies and did not what he said three derbies in four
2: days. Three uh, derbies in seven
1: days. Yeah,
2: he went to Winsville. Then he turned around and went to Adams County. And then he was at Palmyra And then, was it Brown County? Is that where they were at? Yeah.
0: hmm Which, Jerry is one of those dudes, like, I know how he is. I guarantee he's sick of all these cars. Yep. Sitting around with his shit in them. Yep. And not being
1: able to move forward. Because I'm going to guess, um, with Jerry helping Austin at P Hill. So, you've got two shows left over there on September 17th and October 22nd, I believe. Yeah. Because after our show, taking our run that. Yeah, the show the, show. show, the October 22nd show. Um, we have three left, so he can't run those. He's going to be teching those. And then he's got Blizzard Bash. Yeah. Straight up. So what do you think he's going to be in this year? Oh, God, I don't know. You can't. You never know what that
0: is. I would truthfully I think, I I would think he he's going to be.
2: Float around to Palmyra.
1: I would think he'd take a wagon. <laughs> Because he's good in the wagon. He's good in a wagon. He didn't have that he didn't have any luck at um, Border Wars in a wagon because of the battery. Which plenty is of car left. A stupid amount of car. Um you know, so lane and them guys, you know, I kind of know what lane I would think what lane and them guys would take, and I figured he would probably be in a wagon. Whatever it is, he's gonna drive the balls off.
2: Yep, let's just hope he keeps suspension on that son of a bitch. When he, the other night, when he lost that front driver's spindle and everything, he was putting on a show before. When he lost that, of course, that front end drop-down, he, put, he, didn't all, he put on one hell of a show, and that motor was like an angel's voice from heaven.
1: <laughs> I've always said anything, a lot of guys say, yeah, my motor will turn this. Well, well so these guys don't down. even, Yeah. I mean, you could free spin it, but anything over 8,000 RPM is usually just making noise. Not Jerry's motor. 9,000 RPM is a whole, holy fuck level of sound. You get to see the Tattletail readout uh, on Jerry's motor. Yeah, it'll turn 10. Yeah. So 9,000 is a whole different level of just pitch and sound, and then it just almost goes deaf... It's so high you really can't even hear it. Like a dog whistle. Well,
0: ten thousand to me is that jet takeoff. You know,
1: I start looking for cars to take flight around that (laughs) ten thousand or rods to take flight, or cranks to take flight. Just saying, whoever his machinist is, is good. Mm -hmm. Me and Austin's personally talked about what's in that motor. Um, That is where my circle track background. You You know, know, I I know what's good in a rotating. He's got a lot of money in that motor, but not like not as much as you would think. Not Much percent. I mean, he he put the money where it needed to go. Oh yeah, crank rods, heads, pistons don't make two shits, but that cranking rods. Yeah, it's it's got a lot in it. Yeah. I mean, you go even which honestly, like
0: that ten thousand RPM range, you're getting up there needing dark blocks and shit.
2: Oh yeah, it's got one. It's a, yeah, it's got one. It's a beautiful piece of art. It's in history of demo derbies. It should be sitting in the Smithsonian. In, it's been a long. It's
1: been several years since I've priced out cranks, but I'm gonna say the crank on that's probably thirty five hundred bucks right. just for the crank, and it's a Brian crank, and I mean it's ultra light. I think it's like thirty three or thirty four well, pounds. You're not gonna put a. You're not putting a SCAT 4340 in that to do that because it won't handle it. It'll come out the bottom of it. (laughs) It'll come out probably every orifice it's got in it. But uh, we were talking just a little bit ago. Somebody doubled down this week. Mr. Junior Cardwell.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, let's just stop right there. Let's make a phone call.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Double Down, Double Down, Mr. Twenty Two, Mr. Junior Cardwell, Junior or One, Over oh, One, Junior. What's happening, dude? Oh, not a lot.
4: Living my best life.
1: He's living his best life. You know, recently married. Yeah. Recently married. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah. He was on yeah. the other side of things this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't no kidding. Oh, I love it. It's it's awesome.
1: Well, give it a few years, bro.
4: <laughs> oh, uh, I've heard that. I've heard that. I
0: nah, don't let I'm him like, talk I'm that like, shit. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna have us all in trouble. I'm right now. She's good to
4: me. She puts up with me, so that's worth a lot right there.
1: Well, hey, you know, that's the plus. She she knew what she was getting into when she started. You know, when you guys started the relationship. So, you know, she yeah. know she knows yeah, you're a derby guy.
4: Yeah, she's uh, super supportive, and uh, like I said, she puts up with the long hours in the shop and everything else, and uh, I've gotten a lot better about uh, balance, I guess you should say, of the derby and the, the husband life, so... Well, that's uh, that's good there
0: as well. I could think of a lot worse people that she could be with than Junior Cardinal. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot
4: worse. What? Well, well, I appreciate that, but you probably don't know me good enough. That's probably why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know you plenty good enough, but uh, man, we have actually got to speak, talk about you on previous podcasts. Uh, to my knowledge. Uh, you were running, started your Derby career. We all know that your dad and your uncle Derby back in the day. Uh, if am I You're correct, right. were you 14 when you started Derby? Yes, yeah, yep, as, yeah, as uh,
4: 2009, and uh, I turned 14 about. I think it was seven or eight days before the Derby, and uh, it was a Rob Baker show, and you had to have a learner's permit. But he was out of Iowa, and I guess in Iowa they give you a uh, school or uh, whatever permit at 14. So I had to take my birth to just get up with me whenever I went to go run so I could prove that I was 14.
1: <laughs> was that at Shelbina?
4: No, I was at, that was at Kirksville. Kirksville. That was uh, yeah, my first run was at Kirksville in 2009. And I uh, ran a uh, 76 Deoka State Wagon, if you can believe that. And uh, I won at it, turned around, went to Macon and uh i run down there and i was by myself in on that one i had a rider in the first one and uh one making and then went to uh show after that and i ran out of gas when it came down to three and i think uh five forgot first uh jake he got second i think i got third so i i started out on top but don't think that i didn't get through my uh get my ass whooping stage <laughs> 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 I definitely I was there for a while I, the second run I was at which was making a uh, run against Rob for the first time and uh Rob he, were, he bulldogged me pretty good he kept pushing me out the gate sideways and stuff and uh just kind of crazy how the thing comes around we're as good of friends as we are now it, It's just an awesome dude and he uh, we laugh about that quite a bit still you know him pushing me around and stuff I think he got fourth that night <laughs> and uh, it's uh it
1: was it was pretty cool, pretty cool deal. Well, you are um, you started this game at an early age. You've been in it really all your life. Uh, you know, with right, your dad, yeah. your uncle, and everybody running. Uh, yeah, I'd say
4: probably the first thing I've seen was the car, and it's probably been the last thing so far still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, man, we know you have been in so many cars. What is your favorite?
4: Man, I, I, everybody's probably going to think wagons, and they're, they're great. Um, I've been telling everybody this year, you know, I'd probably just about soon be in the new style of anything, and uh, I've got a few new styles, and I've got a few uh, big GMs. I've got a few uh, Impalas and stuff, but it, I don't know. Wagons are good. You know, obviously, they're good at taking suspension out. I've been known to do that a time or two. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I just I don't know if I really would have a, a favorite. Um, mostly just look at the show and what kind of show it is and the rules that, and what they're conducive to and uh, go from there. But I don't, I'd run just about anything. Uh, I don't like a square body. Uh, I cannot stand a square body Ford. But uh, about anything bubble murk or big GM, I'm in.
1: Well, the wagon that you've been running this, this summer that I've seen a few times... It's got like 147 runs on it. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. it's probably deleted 196 wheels.
4: Yeah, I uh, I don't know how many it would be, but it's up there. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely, it's broke its fair share of tie rods and uh, drag links, trailing arms and spindles. It's, it's taken out quite a bit of suspension. It's finally done after Friday night. Uh, ended up having 12 runs on it. And uh, brought home right around, I think, $7,500 bucks with it, so that's not too bad. That ought to paid uh, for the car. Yeah, so I bought it uh, from Corey, and I think it paid seven hundred bucks for it. And I think it was about fourteen percent rust free when I bought it.
3: <laughs> and
4: uh, I uh, got a hold of Zach O'Neill, which fans Zach's great buddies. Everybody knows that. And uh, I kind of told him what my plan was, and he gave me a funny look. And uh, he got started patching rust, and Zach. That's the reason that car was what it was. I mean, he done a phenomenal job patching the rust up on it and everything. And uh, he's been a big part of the car the whole time I've had it. I built it in 19, I think. And uh, it was right after me. And my wife now started dating. I told her I was going to go buy her a Christmas present and stop and bought a rusty wagon. So I don't think she was real impressed with that. <laughs> I, I think uh, yesterday, whenever I told her what it brought home. Friday night. I think she was okay with it. Finally, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's been around. I think we're gonna to have to dig a pretty big hole and just bury it. and oh,
1: scratch it, you know. Well, <laughs> I I I do know. Like that. I know I talked to Zach. Um, uh, in that process of rust repair, and he didn't. He wouldn't tell me the actual man hours that he had in that thing for rust repair. He was talking into weeks. Yeah, months. I
4: think I think Zach had it for three or four months and uh obviously he didn't work on this you know every day all day but uh he definitely had his fair share i, cu- I had to cut a four pan out of my other the wagon i just run the year before and we put the four pan in from the front body mount bolts all the way back to the back body mount bolts and then we patched the rest of it we flipped it upside down patched the rockers and stuff i mean it it was it, it was a long process of rust repair. He patched the doors, everything, and it was one. Whenever I got it back, it was holding water. So it, it, he done a phenomenal job
0: well, on it. We've that talked guy, about we've talked about Zach several times on here. That dude
4: is a fabricator. Like he's oh yeah, the true he's,
0: definition of a builder.
4: Yeah, if you can get Zach behind it and get his get him, you know, pushing the, the wagon. I mean, you, you can do some serious stuff. That guy, he's he's unreal.
1: First time I ever saw Zach Weldon, I walked into CJ's shop and I saw some dude with a welding mask on, and he was smoking a cigarette. I was like, "What the hell?" and I couldn't tell who it was. And he flipped his mask up while he's still welding. While he's welding in wheel centers, while he was smoking a cigarette, leaning up against the car on one leg, as he was welding. Yep.
4: Yeah, and he flipped right. his mask
1: up. And I was like, "Oh, duh! You do this for a living." Yep.
4: Yeah, yep. Yeah, he's good, and you—you uh, you won't find another guy that.
0: You know, he'll take the shirt off his back to help anybody. He's just an awesome dude. Oh, yeah. dude. Zach, we love, yeah, we love Zach. That dude, He. you don't find much more stand-up
4: of a guy than Zach O'Neill. No, no. He's he's an awesome dude. So, so if that know Zach, knows. know,
0: he's an let's, let's switch gears here a little bit. I know you run a lot of single stuff, but, man, we've seen you two-man, four-man, team show stuff. Like, what, what's your thoughts on team stuff versus versus the single stuff.
4: Man, they're a lot of work. Team shows are a lot of work. Just because every time, you know, you you're not going for yourself as much as you are everybody else and it's 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 tough. Um I like running team shows but stuff like Bash, uh, you know, the big stuff, it's so hard. And uh I it's kinda nice just I told everybody the I was wanting to run local this year, and that's kind of what I've done, and it's been awesome. You know, it's just I haven't hardly worked hard at it. Uh, July was a crazy month for me. Uh, I was putting that orange wagon together, which had come back from Stanton, and anybody after Stanton, I think, would really appreciate it now. Um, but I had an awesome crew of guys that come up and help me with it. You know, otherwise it would have never been done. Uh, Matt Gale coming up and welded on it one night, and Sydney Weir. Uh, so i come up and he welded frame horns on my black wagon to go to Columbia. i have run it the weekend before and blew the frame horns off of it. He welded the frame horns on and the dad, uh, the Sunday after, Cahoka, the next day, and uh, just awesome crew of guys that helped me get these cars to go back together. And uh, just want to see me have a competitive run, you know, and not ask a dime out of it. But uh, if, as far as to answer your question, I would probably say a singles event would be a lot better for me. Yeah. Uh, just because you don't have to, you don't have to rely on so many people, you're not letting as many people down if you have that shit house book, you know, if you throw a drive shaft or something like that, it's just, all in all, it's a lot better, and you always find guys to run with it at those places, on or off the track, you know.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, which, we, like I said, we, we've seen you have success in both, both sides of things, we, we always try to ask, you know, like we, we've talked to Rob, and, and we've talked to Teddy, Corey, you know, a lot of those guys. And it seems to be coming back with the same answer from about everybody. Yeah. It's it's not so much the build; it's the pressure after you're there Right. not let right. the team you know,
4: down. You, you got to look at the whole aspect of it, and uh, anybody can go out and build a car and run it in a single event. And if something happens, they're they're distraught, but you know it's not the end of the world. It's it's not like they let anybody down. But you do that in a team show, and I've I've been the guy to let people down in a team show. Me and Rob went out to Flat one year and. I had a PLS of a Ford, and uh, I, if I had a good car. Rob probably would walk the dog, and I ended up flopping around and getting this down to the But, you know, I, I've been the guy on both sides of it.
0: Uh, you redeemed I, yourself on, on that Rob here deal, though. What's that? I said you redeemed yourself on the,
4: Off on the, the Rob City deal. deal yeah. But, yeah, yeah. That it, it was a workout, and it, I took a pretty good ass whooping for it, but it, it worked out. So, I, I think I run 20 minutes that night with the radiator hanging down underneath the car. So. <laughs> well, it, you, was a, it was a good time.
1: You, um, we talked about you just the other day. Um, to the extent of, um, you know, you started out young age. You started out before all the aftermarket parts and stuff there was probably a few and I'm sure there was some shit that your dad and you, you know your uncle had Man,
4: actually, for the most part when I started it was all that old school stuff you know suspension wasn't welded down uh, I got in before all the cradle stuff I remember 2011's when the cradles really hit in, in Missouri and I was still in high school you know i couldn't afford a cradle and I've told a lot of people this uh, I would go and I would run against Jake Reed Rob and uh, Teddy and all those guys that had it and I would get ass kicked, but I love the sport and I just kept coming back and then as time goes on, you know, you get to breaking the four small cradle and you run it and you bend it and break the block and then you kind of, you know, fab another one back up and get you another block and you run it again and same thing and then I've went all the way to the HRT you know, one-inch thick HRT but, uh, this sport has changed so much since I started you know, it, there wasn't really had the axles when I started, that there was a little bit not like there is now um, for the most part, it was a uh, 9-inch Ford with 31 splines and uh, 715s on the back, no suspension molded down. It was it was that old-school stuff that everybody remembers seeing whenever this kids.
0: Well, you were talking about taking those ass-kickings. Well, seems like now you're giving quite a few of them. Oh, fuck. I wouldn't
4: say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have. i I've been fortunate enough to have some big runs here in July. Uh... You know, I've had some good people to run with. But I know I'm, I'm just one derby away from an ass-hooking all the time. I should have expecting to get one. I thought I was going to get a pretty good one uh, Friday night. And uh, just lucked out and cards fell my way. But uh, if you run long enough, you're going to get another
0: one. You don't know how bad I wanted you and Trey to get unhooked
4: at Brown County. Oh, I was, I was cooked. He shoved my radiator back in my fan. The car wouldn't turn over. I was cooked.
0: Ah. And then and I was he, also a little bit disappointed when I seen the drive shaft come
4: apart in that wagon. Yeah, that would have been a fun class. Uh, you know, Teddy would have been hard to get. Jack Robb had an awesome car. Uh, you know, Alex was out there his first run.
0: Yeah, but, but uh, Zach was doing work.
4: Oh yeah, and it's you know, with me and Zach, I, I would like to thought that that would have went the other way. Uh, obviously it's you gotta play it out for it to do that, right? Press me every since it's been there's always an upset and uh, it could've been an upset that night just the same. It all it takes is a drive shaft coming out or something like that and the car's turned, so
0: I was looking at you whenever that happened and you didn't even stutter. You just reached out and broke your stick up.
4: Well, I just thrown one in the driveway. Uh probably a week before that. And uh, it was definitely in my mind, I definitely knew what it felt like. And uh, it uh, I knew exactly what it was when it happened. So it's uh, just part of, you know, you can do all the preparation you can, but you gotta have a little bit of luck on your side. And I think I had a bent flange on the drive shaft. I think that's what we dialed it down to, but I damn sure drove it. Well, I mean, I we talked about this before. Uh,
0: I went with Tommy Stark down to Hot Springs and he broke three of the, you know, where the tail housing bolts onto the transmission. Yep. He broke three of them, you know, within the time of loading his car, We unloaded it, put a new one on it, got it down to hot springs, he was headed up to the tech line and did it again. And finally we figured out that there was a slight bend in that slider, and that's what was doing it.
4: Yep. But the first two, yeah, we were just, just chalking up it. dumb luck. Yep yeah and that's that's the worst part so the first one i threw was in the driveway and i was backing down the driveway and i tagged it and it it shut the engine off i mean it killed everything and uh that slid her into the pond here and everything and uh when we took it apart we never did really find anything that was wrong which is always scary you know you always want to find an issue when you're to that point and uh we didn't find anything wrong and we kind of knew it was probable that it was going to happen again. I run that Friday night at Lewistown. Everything went great. Me and Zach had a hell of a battle, and uh, I kind of figured we was past it, and then go down there, and it happened, and it's just kind of, well, shit. You know, that like, could have been one more, but I'll we'll sp- you do. You know? S-
1: speaking of that, Boone County, you know it came down to, um, in the stock class, it came down to, you know, you and Trey and Rob and Denny Weaver, uh, you and Charlie were pretty quick to go do the dance on one side while Benny and Rob did the other side. How, yeah. you know, you guys being so close of buddies, how do you guys work that out? Which I know, you know, we all know if it's coming down to E3, then it's still game on. But that's where Steven and I were really talking that we was hoping you guys didn't get stuck like that so we could have seen how that would have played out.
4: I was, give Trey, I was going to give Trey a bubble to what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the riding on the wall was there, and I was going to get him a pretty good bubble whippin' there. Uh, but, man, when you derby long enough, and you get friends like Trey and Rob Bar, and Zach, and everybody, you take that stuff this time, and if and everybody can read the derby, then it's just the derby. And, you're supposed to hit each other. We would all have a lot more fun. Uh, I usually try to do a pretty good job of just, you know, going with it. Uh, you guys have seen me when I lose. I try to get out and shake everybody's hands be as white and and friendly as I can because I know one of those days I'm going to win. I want to be able to celebrate that win. But everybody needs to be able to derby and have that, you know, that feeling that it's just the derby and that stuff happens. And Robin and Trey, man, we've duped through that I don't know how many times. I uh, the old man was counting it up the other day. You know how many times as all changed, first, second, third. I would say we're about even as far as we've all won about the same many on those top three things. And
0: uh, Well, I know whenever you time. all mix it up like you do, it, it makes us as promoters look better. Right. You know, because if, if, if it's you all, and you go out there and just mop ass and... Beat, you know, tag teaming the shit out of them, gang people on the wall and stuff. Like the fans, they don't they don't realize you know what's they're, going on. They're there.
1: not as appreciative as everybody else is.
4: Right, right, yeah, and that's just. So if you're gonna have numbers and you're gonna run together, gotta be able to gotta be able to tear them up at the end. And we all built these cars to, to hit each other right and. uh... You just got to do it, and shit, I can get out and shake Rob. Nut. Usually, if we do get out, when I get out, Rob's giving me a pretty big old hug whenever we get out. Yeah. And uh, Trey's going to be standing there like Tub and giving me a pretty big hug, and it's just to do it, and we just have fun doing it. Whenever when it gets down to that point, it's the derby, and it's, it's all over, it's just about having fun at that point, and uh, we, we tend to have quite a bit of fun when we do it.
1: Well, we know that you uh, you kind of started derbying a little bit later than what we're used to seeing you this year. Um, I think Oscaloosa was your first run. To my knowledge, you run it down to, the, I think, third, top three uh, at the T-Bone. Uh, I think in the stock singles, and then, you you know, you hit your Lewistown. I think you hit your Cahoka, Columbia,
4: shit, uh, Palmyra. Uh,
1: what's the rest of your summer looking like?
4: Pretty bad, really. It's uh... – I've actually been going over, and uh, i am uh, working on food plots and shooting paths for deer hunting. It's going to be the first year I'm back deer season, and I've, uh, I'm kind of enjoying the slower things in life, I guess you could say.
1: Well, uh, I mean, we do got one show that's pretty close to you. Um, I believe it's on Labor Day on Monday, and I'm sure the mill's going to be closed on that Monday, so you probably wouldn't have to go to work.
4: <laughs> oh, I... Uh, I don't know about that. If it ain't five minutes from the house, I don't know if I'm real, real interested right now.
1: Well, it's like 40 minutes from the house.
4: <laughs> it's about 40 minutes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been talked about. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, if I get old mom fired up and get him started working on stuff, it's hard to tell him where I'll be. He's. Uh, <laughs> uh I think old man enjoys it a lot more than I do anymore. Uh he loves going out and working on them and stuff. Like I said, that Sunday after America, I showed up probably 10.30 that morning, and uh, he already had crane influence, cut off the wagon. I had the other ones up there already, and uh, he was ready for the work. So uh, if I get old Mark involved, it's a hard time where I'll be still.
1: Well, that's a plus, and you didn't tell me no, so that is a plus. Um, <laughs> we actually talked – you kind of do get brought up – Every once in a while, to the extent of, um, you know, a lot of guys, they think they need X amount of horsepower. They think it needs to turn 8,500 RPMs. They got to have this, they got to have that. And what we have noticed about you is that, you know, your motors don't scream to the moon. Um, They're pretty somber sounding, in my opinion. Um, They're not radical, but it's like they just never die. It's like you spend the correct amount of money in the places that you need to spend it for certain purposes. Um,
4: am yeah, I, am you know, I correct uh, in that? You, you, you are. So the old man always told me there was three parts of Derby, and I obviously, uh, I'm always going back to the old man. He's He's been my mentor from day one. I grew up watching him, and uh, he was fortunate to have really good luck when he was running. He told me there was three parts of Derby, and that's your drive train, your car, and your driver. And uh, with a good driver and a good drive train, you know, you can slack on your car bills, which I, I would like to think. I'm not building the hard cars on track by any means um, but I have always tried to capitalize on my driving and my drive trains and uh, we got a 355 four roller collier and that's where I run most of the time and uh, you can't kill it I think I run 50 minutes out of Bash with no water in it before it shut down I mean it's just it's unreal what it'll do and uh, I've got a little bit of power, but I think he's trying to get me to admit there that it's a sandbagger more than anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I read between the lines on that. But, uh, we uh, we definitely strive on getting everything dialed in beforehand. Uh, Rob Hewer said it best, if they don't run right in the garage, you ain't going to run right in the, at the Derby. So, you know, we'll start them up and back and forth, up and down the driveway. And if we've got a dead spot, we're chasing it. Uh, We'll chase degrees out of timing, you know, just getting it to where it starts just perfect and runs right. And, I mean, we we dial our stuff in to a serious extent. And uh, the last thing I want is mechanical failures, always. And uh, always revert back to that keep it simple, stupid mentality. And uh, more or less just put it on me to go out and drive the thing than anything, you know. So if you ain't having equipment trouble, then that makes it a lot easier to drive. and. Run the best race you can.
0: Now, Junior, you've seen a lot of tracks across, you know, the the tri-state area, for sure. Out of all those tracks, like, which one do you enjoy? Like, you look forward to running on?
4: Oh shit! I wouldn't say there's any one location. Uh, Anything hard and slick. If you get a good packed track, and you get it where it can stand water, and you get it slicked up good. Uh, I like get tire spinning just because these the minute you know if you're just out there bo- bogging around it's really hard on transmission it's hard on drive shaft it's hard on everything and uh, a good hard slick track is what I look for more than anything uh Lewis County has an awesome track uh they they take the time they get it packed right and track right the good clay base i mean that that track is awesome
0: that whole it's facility's is awesome badass.
4: What's
0: that? I said that whole facility is
4: badass. Yeah. Yeah. Lewistown. It's, I pretty well treat it like my hometown show anymore. Uh, actually, my father-in-law is on the fair board, so I always try to go down and support him. Uh, and just, they're, they're always welcome you with open arms, you know. Really cheap entry fee. Uh, they charge you at the gate, so they cheapen it up when you're entry fee and everything. And they, they really care about people to and put on show.
0: Maybe uh, filthy promotions can awesome. get over there and and help them out too.
4: Well, there you go. <laughs> that's all, That's in your guys' ballpark. That ain't mine. <laughs> but no, it's uh. I've seen a lot of tracks. Actually, after Friday night, I uh, Friday night was run number eighty-nine and ninety. I, somebody asked me a while back how many runs I had, and I counted them up on the whiteboard here in the shop, and I just started keeping track of it. But uh, I run a lot of tracks, and just about anything hard and slick. Racetracks are awesome to run onto. Anytime time you get to run on a racetrack, they're fun. I think. Uh, just because they're, as well, hard and slick. Last time I run you on know, a
0: racetrack, you watched me get my ass kicked. <laughs> I
4: took one, too. Don't 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 look at me like I didn't take one.
1: <laughs> I think that was at Quincy? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't do near enough pointy. welding before we went there.
4: Yeah, that was a Quincy thing. You uh, you need to chill up pretty heavy if you're going to Quincy, but no, it's uh, it's an awesome sport. I I go around all the time, thinking to myself what I can do to get more people involved. Uh, I've been helping this crap load of people this summer, and uh, I'm actually enjoying helping people a lot more than I am running. You know, you, it's almost like you get to build two cars, and uh, it's I'm trying to get some more people involved and get people up to that right level. Uh. Mason Larson, another good friend of mine, he told me one time he built everything like it was his own, just because he'd rather beat somebody with the with his driving, he would, you know, short the build, and uh, that kind of pretty close to home. So since then, I really, really started trying to strive to help people in the sport get them up to speed, just because you know that, that, let's just face, it, there is some secrets in the derby, and uh, if you get people it's not building pristine cars. They're not going to enjoy it the same as people that's building dominant cars and just waxing that. So, everybody needs to be at that level. It puts on a better show. Um, there's some awesome cars coming out of North Missouri right now. now. Uh, run against Cody Hendrins. Friday night, that guy's got his shit figured out. He's having some awesome runs. Uh, he just has a heck of luck to go with it, but I mean, he's he's right there. And uh, the whole Madison crew, the Shelby crew is really getting their stuff together i mean the derby's in the north people's area there may not be numbers you know going forward but there's going to be a good quality derby about every time
1: quality instead of quantity
4: yeah which you know, so your boon show you didn't have the car count you wanted to have but i don't know how you could ask for a lot better feature. you know it was just action packed um, i wasn't and disappointed
0: wasn't with hell no we finally you know, got the final numbers on everything. I think we were at like 57 cars, is what showed right.
4: up. Right, which you know, you had an awesome chess match of a feature. Nobody went at it like this fight and fire, but it was it, it, there was definitely a battle on the track, right? And really, that derby was separated up into three separate battles. You know, it me and Rob and Trey was duking it out with uh, Austin and Cody and uh, Landon, and then you had a uh, Morgan and we were fighting it out and then you had everybody else on the track doing that thing and that was as far as action packed that was a good quality show for not having numbers yes sir but and everybody needs to be doing what they can to try to help you know these ones new to the sport or these people behind in the sport they need to be doing everything they can to get them up to speed it's just everybody needs to be doing it there's no reason to be selfish yep. and uh that's what I've been trying to do I know Rob and Trey tried to do that Rob and Trey they brought me around so quick, uh, I was in that stage not being able to really compete that well, and uh, I got started helping Rob. And Rob, he done wonders for me, and I've got the utmost respect for that guy for it. Um, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be where I am
0: today. So. Yep. Well, Junior, we appreciate your
4: time. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate the guys. Yeah, contact me wanting to have me on. So. We're
1: going to get you back on later this fall. You know, maybe that winter process of winter building. Hell, if you're good with it, we might just pack up and come up your way for an afternoon in the shop.
4: Shit, I may be hunting, boys. You better, you better check with me first.
1: <laughs> It'll be after deer killing time, okay? <laughs> and between family time. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Well, as long as we
4: can do that, we may have to do something like that. Well, it's
1: not every day you get to
0: talk to a happy husband. A derby builder, and a double nope. of a driver, and a
1: double down in the same weekend, and an ordained minister.
4: <laughs> and an ordained minister. I forgot yeah, about Barry that Dean, one. <laughs> I did.
1: I
0: forgot yeah, about Barry that Dean one. Bug. And a golf cart incident survivor. Yes. Yeah.
4: You know, I was kind of waiting for that to get brought up. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Junior. That was, a, that, was a, that was a wonder on that one. You know, I never. I. Uh, was getting married the next weekend. The wife didn't want me to uh, go down there and run. She said that'd be the one time you get hurt. And I said, you know, you're, you're probably right on that. I probably ought to listen to this one at least and uh... go down there. And of course, that tries to cut his hand off and uh, get hit by a golf cart. I thought, shit, I probably would've been better off just running. <laughs> hey, at least I had the EMS crew right there. You had them there on time, so yeah, That's for sure.
2: <laughs> All
1: right, brother, we're gonna we're gonna cut you short. Uh, we're definitely gonna get a, get a, get you know catch up with you this winter. So uh, we're gonna let you get back to mama time and some relaxing.
4: There you go. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks
1: but, for having me on. Thanks, bro. This is Junior Cardwell. Thanks for listening to Hard Nose Therapy Podcast. Mr. Double Down and Sell, Junior Cardwell. Mr. Deuce Deuce. Sometimes number one. Uno. Uno Moss, always a pleasure talking to that dude. Yeah, he's, he's sincere. I saw, I, I got to witness two of his first three derbies.
0: You, uh, you never seen the dude mad?
1: No, or not in, not in the public eye. Correct. Um, very good at holding temper if he is pissed off. Yep. Um, he's I've not seen him frustrated. You could, yeah, upset, but not pissed. You know, he's not ever going to show frustration out like that. So. um... Great dude, kick ass builder. That's where I got that last mobile. I mean. Like I said, that wagon. I, he says it's got eleven. I say it's a hundred and eleven. I've seen that son of a bitch for three years.
0: The filthy car that's in my yard.
1: Yes, that's where it came from. Ah. As you see, he sold it. What's that? As you see, he sold it. Right. Well, it's because <laughs> his shit wouldn't fit in it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that is right. That little bastard. I can't still see how you can fit in it.
0: No, no, no. His stuff. He was trying to put a full cradle in that car.
1: Oh. Ow. I wanted
0: it to happen because it was going to put Mopars on the map.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But. uh, Oh, another kick ass episode. Yep. Informative to start. Ended, Had a new segment. Yep. Ended with a... Tool talk. A tool talk. Ended with a kick-ass driver and builder. Let's do it again next week. Make junk, boys.